Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Selma Mama podcast. This is Court here uh, on today for a little solo episode, a fun one uh, that includes a love story and I'll tell you why. Uh, first I just wanted to hit you with some gratitude and a little bit of stats. So yeah, this is episode four of season two of the Selma Mama podcast. I, for those of you who are, who are new listeners to Soma Mama, I started this podcast middle of this year, 2022, uh, really just on a whim uh, to one, share my voice, two, share others' voices, and three, tell myself uh, that I could do something that I had convinced myself I couldn't. <laughs> right the the mind talk of yeah who would listen to me and I don't even have the equipment to start a podcast and etc etc and I know I mentioned this in previous episodes but I'm here to tell you it is possible anything is possible if if and when you decide that it is so I'll leave you that with that little nugget today. Um, yeah, so here we are several episodes in. I think this makes it 26. And uh, we've had over 800 listens and several followers and um, just so many abundant conversations, which is what I'm most concerned about. I'm not here to, to tell you about numbers or um, big, big promotions or anything like that. Um, big advertisements. I, I'm really just here to have the grassroots conversations and connect with each and every one of you. So I've been a little bit quiet on the pod lately, mostly because big life transitions have happened. Uh, we bought a house, which was very exciting and uh, required a lot of energy to, to move, but we're all settled in now and feeling so blessed and grateful. And uh, we are getting married in less than a week and um, we will be traveling to our our destination um, where we will be getting married uh, which is in Hawaii so we are very much looking forward to that and I woke up this morning after being wrecked by some sort of stomach flu over the last five days and finally felt like back at it mentally and I'm still giving myself the grace to to come to slowly and easefully um, and kind of just slide right into vacation. So let me tell you a little bit about our love story, uh, which I'm hoping some of you will enjoy listening to. Some of you who know us already know the ins and outs of this story. Uh, but it's one that I believe is very cinematic, <laughs> uh, which I, of course, hold bias. Um, but yeah, any of you out there who are uh, a f- film producer, let me know, uh, because this would be totally rad to, to cinemize at some point. Um, okay, so circle back to 2010. We were both at a medical youth leadership conference in Arlington, Virginia. Uh, We were basically sophomore juniors in high school. Um, We had been nominated by our high school counselors to go to this super nerdy conference. And some of you might be familiar with these conferences. You may have attended attended something similar. It's basically like a model UN conference for doctors or for doctors, aspiring doctors. Um, 
And they had them in all different sectors, like engineering, medicine, law, etc. Um, so we both thought we wanted to be doctors. Um, my fiance, a neurosurgeon, myself, a pediatrician when we were in high school. Uh, so we totally geeked out and we got invited to this conference. And um, our my mom at first was like, that's a scam when we got this big fancy schmancy letter in the mail. And I was like, I think it's real. I was so excited. So I took it into my high school counselor and she was like, yeah, I nominated you for that. Courtney and I was like awesome so um so June 2010 comes around and uh my mom and I fly out to DC um or maybe I flew out by myself and my mom met me later to spend time with family in DC one of the two and I arrive at this conference and it's all based at a hotel in Arlington and I'm super nervous I'm super excited um I'm just this like country girl from Idaho is how I felt. Um, I had been to Washington DC a handful of times, um, for family. And for those of you who know the, the infamous eighth grade trip that happens, I went, we went on that a few years prior. Um, so I'm all checked in. I, I, we each get assigned a random roommate and I'm, I'm going up to my room. So I go to the elevator um, and there was one spot open as literally the doors were closing. So naturally I sprinted in and packed myself like a sardine into this, um, elevator. And as I turn around to face outside, I see my now fiance and we locked eyes and it was electric and we were like, we have to see each other again. We both had the same thought. So I'm all giddy and nervous. I go up, get checked into my room. Um, and yeah, you know, like I can, it's so funny because obviously this conference was 12 years ago, so I can remember like little tidbits of it and highlights, but also I think I was so like starstruck in love that, um, there's lots of little details I don't really remember. Um, but basically we had different like seminars and breakout sessions and we were in different, we all kind of had pods, so we were in different pods. Um, but we would have, sometimes have randomized breakout sessions together and we would like sit across the room from one another and I flirt <laughs> and he would always learn. We had to wear business, um, like casual the whole conference. And so he would always wear these paisley ties and I loved paisley and I thought they were so cute. Um, in fact, like fast forward to when we reconnected, spoiler alert, um, he said, the only reason you like Paisley is because of me. And I was like, hmm, I don't know, sir. Uh, remember those Vera Bradley days? Anyone who, who did the whole Vera Bradley thing? Maybe you still are doing so. I freaking loved some Vera Paisley. Anyway, um, so the conference is four days in entirety. Um, we continue to like see each other and I flirt. And of course, all our friends are like, ooh. And so I'm also respecting the privacy of my fiance's name just because I I know he would appreciate that. So, um, yeah, we continue on. And the last day of the conference, there was a dance because, of course, there was. And we met on the dance floor and we danced to Get Ready, Oh My God by Usher, uh, which is hilarious. Um, that was our song. And also 
Um, back in his youthful days, my fiance used to think that he was Usher or looked like Usher. And in fact, he's had a couple people tell him he looks like Usher, which I think is hilarious. Um, he thinks it's awesome. So anyway, we, the conference is then wrapping up. I'm flying back to the West coast. He's, he's on the East coast. Um, and I was played a little hard to get maneuver when I I was, he was like, well, I want to kiss you goodbye. And I was like, no, uh-uh, and he was like, and I was like, well, come say goodbye to me when I'm on the bus leaving, and he was like, but if I do, I'll have to kiss you, and I was like, well, you can't, and in my mind, I thought he would come, and he would kiss me, and it would be even more cinematic, well, he didn't come, and I was like, oh, gosh, dang it, um, and so thank goodness for Skype, and texting um one of my friends that was just at our wedding shower it's hilarious she was like I had court came back home and talked about this this guy all the time but he had green text messages and we all weren't weren't super trusting of those green text messages um and so yeah anyway throughout high school we I would always talk about him um, we would text often. We would Skype all the time. And in fact, his dad was like, I've never known him to play video games and talk or like talk on the phone, let alone Skype with someone. But he would. We would do that all the time. He would play, be playing video games with his dad and we would Skype and he would play simultaneously. And for those of you who know him, know he's ultra competitive um, and also thinks he's a boss at like everything so multitasking was was no big deal there um and yeah so I had made um basically we like complete high school we go to different colleges obviously by coastal still um we keep in contact we would either by it was by fate or planned we would call each other um on on our birthdays um it's funny, we're not, like, as individuals, we don't make a big fuss about our birthdays, but we will, like, never miss loved ones' birthdays that are a big deal to us, um, and so, yeah, we would always remember each other's birthdays, um, and I, across the, the 10 years of time, would, had made several trips out to the East Coast, um, but I will say it was always either, like, it was a family trip, a friend trip. I had a boyfriend at the time, um, but I would always reach out to him and be like, hey, are you still on the East Coast? I'd love to get together. Um, and I just want to break it down here as this was totally a, well, several moments of um, the heart talking because the mind was like, I don't even, I'm not even thinking about logistics. Um, I'm also a very loyal partner, but even at times when I had other partners, like, the heart was still speaking. So, um, yeah, again, we never, we didn't ever cross, our paths didn't cross, um, until nine years, nine and a half years later, um, I am back in Arlington, Virginia, visiting two of my best friends from high school. Um, and I just got this, uh, just like weeks prior, we had, he and I had had a, a phone call, um, and I had mentioned, hey, I might be out in D.C., um, and he was like, oh, well, hit me up if, if you do. And if you 
we decided to go, and in my mind, again, I was like, well, it's kind of a girl's trip, I, I probably won't, but I didn't say that, and, and then I went, like, I had planned not to reach out. Um, however, just across the course of the weekend, it ended up being kind of a um, lower-key weekend. One of my friends was healing from pneumonia, the other one was starting a new job soon, so it kind of was just a low, like, low-key weekend. Um, and I ended up just getting this wave of rage, which is not really like me. And I texted him and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm tired of it. I have reached out so many times. I've made the effort. You always say you're going to come and you never do. Um, and that's when he stopped me in his tracks. And he was like, at court, I'm always ready to come see you. I'm literally in my car on the way. And then you tell me, mm, uh, no, don't come. I don't think this would be a good idea. And I'll never forget it. He's like, I'm hashtag team boundaries. And so I would always turn around and I wouldn't come. And part of me wanted to be like, bullshit. And then the other part of me was like, damn, I can really own into my defense mechanism, protective mechanisms as I embrace humility, um, and honesty. And, um, yeah, so he, this time, he was in Philadelphia driving down, like, a, say, like getting ready to drive down to D.C. at 1 in the morning, um, and he was like, tell me not to come. Like, are you, tell me, because I'm coming, and I was like, I can't, I can't tell you not to come. So he was like, okay, I need you to stay awake. Um, so I'm on my friend's couch, and anyone who knows me knows I go to bed at, like, 9.30. I, I turn into a different person so my adrenaline's pumping I'm like oh my gosh I can't fall asleep um and he's driving down thinking I'm just gonna get there I'm gonna kiss her and who knows what's gonna happen next meanwhile my heart my head wasn't even thinking I wasn't even like is this gonna be romantic is this what is I was like I, I finally get to see this good friend of like nine years and people who hear that will be like are you serious court but I do think that my my heart, my high school heart was still healing, um, thinking that, like, we would never be a thing, like, it just wouldn't happen, it was too crazy, um, so he, he, I also wouldn't, because this was 4 30 a.m., and my friends are sleeping, her roommates are sleeping, I would not let him come in the house, so I was like, text or call me when you get here, so he did, he parked on the side of the road, I run out in my my pajamas, I'm barefoot, I'm not wearing a bra, <laughs> also for those of you, you, those of you who know me know that that's like not atypical on a normal day, <laughs> but just to paint the picture, um, and he like runs out of his car and he kisses me and I was like, oh, hi, hello, and then he runs around the corner and throws up, <laughs> and of course I'm like, oh, dude, is that nerves? Like, he was like, no, I just had a buffalo chicken calzone and they gave me blue cheese instead of ranch. And I hate blue cheese. Um, and I also, I also hate blue cheese. Um, but that was hilarious. So then we just get in his car and it's like 4.45 a.m., um, we're kind of like, okay, what next? And I, and I was like, you can't come into my friend's house. You know, she doesn't even know that this is happening. So we, we take to the, to the streets of DC, um, 
and just start driving around and ended up watching the sunrise over the Washington Monument. It was really beautiful. Um, we had to make a pit stop for him to get sick again. Um, and he'll tell his friends like, dude, I, I vomed and she still kissed me after, which sorry for those of you listening and think that's disgusting. Um, and yeah, so then it's like 8 a.m. I'm thinking my phone also I left my phone at my friend's house. I don't know what I was. I wasn't thinking clearly. So I had my one of my best friends from high school, her phone number memorized course um, because that's what we do in high school or in small towns I don't know so I then text her on um, my fiance's phone just telling her like hey I'm alive I'm okay crazy story I'll have to tell you this later she was like oh my gosh court yeah okay I'm so yeah 8 30 a.m. I knew I had my my friend's niece's birthday party to attend that day and um he didn't have any plans other than to watch sports, sporting games, um, sporting events. But, um, yeah, he, he, I was like, okay, you know, you got to go. It's not even 9am. So he drops me back at my friend's house and he just drives back up to Philadelphia. And then he proceeds to tell me later on, he had to stop multiple times because he hadn't slept in like 24 hours. Um, so yeah, again, I don't know what I was thinking. I sh- we probably shouldn't have allowed for that to happen, but he made it back safely nonetheless. Um, he's a big LSU fan, and he'll, he'll always tell people LSU played Alabama that day, and they won, so he knew it was a great day. And then the next day was a Sunday, and he worked all day. Um, and like I said, like the, the course of the weekend kind of just changed course. Um course after this but with my friends and so I, I told them hey I think I'm gonna take the train up to Philly for a night like I fly out on Monday afternoon and they were like do it so I take it at the train up to Philly he comes and gets me at the station I'm like have stomach cramps I think because I'm so nervous um and then um he yeah we spend like 12 hours in Philly together he then has to work the next day and um yeah, that, that was that. I then fly back to the West Coast. Um, at this point, he had just started a business in Philadelphia, so he was rooted here um, for a while. And um, two weeks later, he decides to fly out West to meet my family. Um, and then two weeks later, I fly back out East. Like This is crazy talk, I'm telling you guys. It was just like follow the heart um and then he was like court I know you're like working and I and you're settled at home and I respect that but I also would love for you to move move out to Philly and right away I was like when pigs fly like nope I'm not going to uh-uh um I had also just gone through like kind of a rough a rough year um and just felt like I needed space to myself to just continue to heal and be and um so I was like, nope. And he was like, okay, hey, that's okay. So we just planned to continue to travel every couple months um, and see each other. So in January, we met in New Orleans. Um, we wanted to plan like a Nashville trip. So Jan- this was January 2020. Um, but by the end of December, I had a change of heart and decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to move. 
So, but December 31st, I decided I'm going to move. Um, I was working on a vegan food truck at the time. I was like, you know, I can, I can quit this job. It's okay. Um, and then it took me a month to just like get all my things together and fly out to Philly with a couple suitcases and a couple boxes and, um, and arrive February 1st, 2020, uh, which is wild because we all know what happened a month later in the world. Um, so we spent all of lockdown together, um, which was wonderful and we survived it and our relationship did and, I feel so grateful to say that. Um, and again, for those of you who know us or probably like Anne or something else, um, we had a baby in September 2020. So I'll let you do the math on that one. Um, it happened pretty fast, but um, we tell people often that we were on borrowed time anyway, as we've known each other now for for. 12 years onward 13 um so it was just like yeah when you know you know just do the dang thing um which we are both definitely like that we are pretty good at getting out of our own way when we need to and just committing and figuring it out as we go so our um yeah our our mantra is one step at a time one day at a time um and the day that we reconnected three years ago was on 11-11-2019. So we wanted to get married on 11-11-22 because we're both like numerology geeks, but um, that wasn't available at our wedding or at our venue. Um, so we're getting married on 11-12-22, and our ceremony time is at 3-4-5 for any of you other numerology geeks out there um yeah and that's it and there there's lots more details uh in between but that's the the nut and but nuts and bolts of it all um and I just wanted to share that with you as love's a pretty cool thing and um it's effortless and it's hard and it's easeful and it's arduous and everything in between um, so here to talk to you about what love means to you, if you'd like to unfold that conversation. Again, thanks for tuning in, and I look forward to speaking with you all soon. Bye.